Smart Talk is produced by WITF as part of our mission to deliver relevant, high-quality programming. Support comes from Capital Blue Cross, which shares WITF's commitment to being a trusted resource in our communities. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC, offering surgical care for the brain, spine, and peripheral nerves. More information can be found at upmc.com slash centralpaneuro. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF. I'm Scott Lamar. 14% of American farmers were black a century ago. Today, only 1.4% of farmers are African American, an organization that is trying to change that and help other minorities become part of the agriculture industry is Manners, Minorities in Agriculture, Natural Resources, and Related Sciences. Derek James is the Manners Advisor at Penn State University. He joins us on today's Smart Talk along with a student, Capricia Alana Williams. I want to thank both of you for being with us today. Capricia, let me start with you. What are your aspirations in agriculture or natural resources? Personal or for the Manners as an organization? Well, for for you personally. Um, I would love to study agricultural slash uh, food policy in the graduate studies. As in the graduate studies, what what year are you in now? I'm a senior. You're a senior. Studying animal science. So you're so you're looking uh, for for graduate studies. What in particular? What kind of career are you looking for after uh, you you go for your graduate? Um, I would love to go into policy analysis, um, especially within food sovereignty and food justice. Mm -hmm. What does that mean, food sovereignty, food justice? Talk a little bit more about it. Um, Well, many African Americans in urban communities are living in what we call food apartheid, in which um, their communities are not being served fresh produce um, as other predominantly white urban areas. Um, I'd love to change that narrative in which our communities can be served fresh produce um, or even grow their own food, which would be food sovereignty. Um, We are now trying to reclaim our um, title to the lands um, and our relationship to the lands as our ancestors once have. And I'd love to be a part of that story. All right. So let's follow up on that a little bit. Uh, Derek James, you're the Manners Advisor at Penn State. Uh, Let's talk a little bit. One of the things that uh, Capricia mentioned is land ownership. Uh, In researching for our conversation today, one of the things that uh, I've heard is that uh, one of the reasons there are so few black-owned or minority-owned farms today compared to, say, 100 years ago, is land ownership, that uh, there are so many African-Americans, so few African-Americans who own land compared to white farmers. Is that a big issue? Is that one of the reasons that uh, only 1.4% of farms are black-owned? Yeah, I think it's a a large reason. Um, And thank you for having us on today. I think... uh, from even my research looking at what has happened, we've lost, uh, and I'm saying we as African-Americans have lost 12 million acres um, since that time. And uh, losing that much farmland, uh, the when, when deeds weren't being handed down to family members, and then if family members weren't allowed to take part of deeds as distant families, um, it, it became uh, available for sale to uh, the public. Those types of situations just lead to less access and less resources um, in present day. 
so yeah, uh, land ownership is a large reason why there are so few, or lack of land ownership is a reason why there are so few uh, black farmers. Both of you have said we lost land. How is it lost? So there were, uh, at a certain time, um, when you look at that percentage or that number of black farmers, uh, so there were three point. Four million farmers at one point in time that right now in about 1.3 percent, about 45,000 are black right now Uh, in about 1920, between 1900 and 1920, um, there were closer to 800,000, somewhere around a million um, black farmers. Uh, that was also a time of reconstruction and um, racist practices that uh, in some ways there was just stealing of land. Um, and then you look at the time since then, there's also a, a time of land being lost due to it being sold, um, other systemic racist practices that happened. Uh, it's, a, it's a long list. And uh, so when, when you hear Capricia talk about reclaiming, some of that is just going into seeing what access or what is available to those families uh, to get what was taken. What are some of the other reasons? Are there other reasons that uh, there are fewer black farmers today? Go ahead, I would say, yeah. in, I would say in my generation, our idea of agriculture is tied to our history of slavery, which was a very difficult time. But yet, our community has remained resilient. Um, for me, I would love to push um, a different story to our generation that. Agriculture is more than just slavery. It is not just sharecropping. We were farmers before we arrived in Americas, and we still are farmers today. But uh, if you look at uh, where most African Americans live today, uh, in, it's mostly in urban areas. Yeah, there are uh, in air pockets of Pennsylvania and uh, and the country of African Americans living in rural areas. But let's face it, most African Americans are grouped in urban areas, not exactly the areas where you see farms. Now, Capricia, what you talked about with urban urban farming that is a trend that is growing all over the country. But uh, is that a factor in this? In that uh, uh, you have many African Americans that migrated over the last century two cities? I would say definitely um, it is a concern for um, young black farmers. Um, where can we access this lands? Um, but I believe that we can um, reclaim and we can um, go back to um, rural areas um, to establish um, black farms. I have seen uh, many young leaders do so. And so I'm inspired by their story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek James, tell us about minorities in agriculture, natural resources, and related sciences. What's your mission? So the mission of uh, Manners is to uh, diversify the ag industry and provide the ag industry with a diverse pool of talented um, students and future professionals. So at the high college level, um, there are colleges of, or let's say land-grant universities, um, both uh, historically Black land-grant universities and um, large universities that are like Penn State uh, who are looking to do that. And so there are about uh, six regions across the United States, including um, Puerto Rico, uh, with students who are looking to um, not only diversify, but be the best of the best that they can be. 
Um, and then there's a junior manners portion where we want to do the same thing um, at the uh, level of high school and junior high. And so in preparation for careers in agriculture. Mm. I want to thank both of you for being with us today. We uh, wish we had more time. Uh, Capricia Alana Williams and uh, Derek James is the advisor, the manners advisor at Penn State. Thank both of you for being on today's program. Thank, thank you, you for the opportunity.